Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Drama Queen by Daphne. So I'm really excited for today's episode because I'm back again with another K-drama review. So you know, before I begin, there will obviously, you know, be a disclaimer. So um, there will be some spoilers but again, I always say I will try my best to avoid them. But then realistically, I will say the spoilers because, you know, it's just... It comes natural, like it's pretty um, unrealistic for me to make a K-drama review without spoilers. Just a bit of spoilers. So, you know, this is what you signed up for, basically, is what I'm saying. And this is probably going to be the most coherent of all of my K-drama reviews so far. Because I binged this drama in one week. Which I know one week seems like a long time, but um, within that one week, I obviously had school. So... I'm kind of proud of myself for binging this drama in one week while having school. So, you know, pat on the back for me. And basically how I did that was I would basically... Um, I said basically twice. Anyway, what I was saying is I would watch um, this K-drama when I finished school. So I would intentionally make use of my time wisely and finish all of my schoolwork. Like, you know, homework, club, extracurricular, tests, you know, whatever. I'll finish everything before um, dinner time or even like earlier so that I could watch this drama because I was really looking forward to watching this drama. Like I craved, you know, to watch this drama. That's how much I was into it. So I was really excited to watch this show, um, you know, binging it. <laughs> so yeah, um, I hope that this K-drama review will be the most coherent because, you know, um, basically the whole storyline is fresh in my mind since I watched it um, like af like episode after episode so that's what I'm hoping let's see what happens <laughs> and by the way I'm also on a break right now um, I want spring break so I don't have school or anything and hopefully I get to make more podcast episodes and have more time to um, edit them and also have more motivation to edit them because really I think the hardest part for me with this you know podcast is not um, recording the episodes themselves but editing them because man i'm just not an editor you know what i mean like i'm just not a person who likes to edit and i find it so weird just listening to my voice again and again and trying to you know cut off parts that i messed up in so anyways let's go let's move on from my introduction let's go to the title of this k-drama which is do you like brahams and this K-drama fits into the genre of romance, music, and it is understated. So it was released um, last year, 2020, on August 31 till October 20. So this K-drama has been on my to-watch list for a while. Not too long, but you know, I wanted to watch this since last year because while on Facebook, I would see pretty good you know, reviews about it. And I would see some clips. I would hear um, the OST sometimes. And I also saw like, um, some award shows, they did win some awards. So, you know, that's a pretty well-received K-drama. So, I had to jump in, you know, like, I have FOMO when it comes to K-drama. So, if I hear something is good, I need to watch it. <laughs> Anyways, moving on, let's go with the plot summary. So, I have two over here. I have two sources. First, let's go with Netflix. While struggling to find her footing, after starting later than her peers, a violin student falls for a successful pianist with a lonely soul. And honestly, this... Plot summary is pretty darn good. Usually Netflix kind of has weird plot summaries. Like they're not attractive, <laughs> if that makes sense. But this one, I really like the 
summary. Anyways, uh, my second source is Asia Wiki, and it basically says, Do you like Brahms? Follow students majoring in music at a prestigious university and those around them. Park Junyong is an elite pianist, while Che Songa is a fourth-year university student and studies to become a violinist. So, you know, just for you guys to have like, a better idea of what is going on with the show. That's that's it. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on with the cast. So, first, let's talk about our female lead, who is Park Eunbin, who plays, again, Che Songa. She is the violinist, and, you know, to describe her, let's, I'll talk about her personality. So, I should say Che Songa is very soft-spoken. You know, you get that right off the bat from like the first episode. That's what they tell you. And she is not one to stand up for herself or speak out for herself. She much rather, you know, always putting other people's feelings um, first before her own. And she tends to keep her thoughts to herself. So, you know, that tends to make her more sensitive in a way with getting... Like, when people say something to her or about her, she tends to be more sensitive because, you know, um, she doesn't want to let her thoughts and opinions out. She'd rather keep it to herself. And she kind of bottles in those um, things, if that makes sense. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. Um, she has a very similar experience and also very similar personality to our male lead, who is Kim Min-jae, who plays Park Junyoung. Again, he is the pianist, world-renowned pianist, really good pianist. He like travels all around the world to play recitals and all that. So he's really well-known in the industry. And his personality, again, it's pretty much the same as Che Sang-as. Um, he is very soft-spoken. He doesn't really like to talk about his problems with other people because he doesn't want to burden his friends or family. So he kind of just yeah, like, keeps all of his thoughts to himself. So... Yeah. Moving on, we have Kim Song-chul as Han Hyun-ho. He is the cellist. And you may be familiar with this guy's name because he made an appearance in Vicenzo as the, like, the... I think he was, like, the gay guy. But I... Oh my gosh, what is his role? But he was basically, like, one of the persons in Babel. And, you know, um, Song Jong-ki was trying to seduce him so that he would, you know, kind of fall under his spell and he would influence Kim Sung Chol's character in Vicenzo to not go on with the deal. Oh my gosh, I just like spilled... I spoiled two K-dramas. Oh my, I'm so sorry. Anyway, moving on. Um, That's basically him, you know. He is... He's really good. Well, again, he's also pretty much like a world-renowned cellist. And... Let's move on to the next person. Um... Next, we have Park Ji Hyun, who plays Lee Jong Kyung. She's a violinist, and uh, for her personality, I should say she's quite a cold person, cold girl, basically. And she's also rich. <laughs> That's pretty much what I have to say. So, you know, she has a lot of opportunities because she was born rich. And yeah. <laughs> Moving on, we have Lee Yu Jin as Yoon Dong Yoon, and he is an ex violinist. And he has a job of building and repairing chamber instruments. So, you know, chamber instruments is basically like violin and like cellos. That's basically what they are. And lastly, we have Bae Da Bin who plays Kang Min Sung. And I believe she's also an ex-violinist if I'm not mistaken. But ex-violinist meaning 
you know, she moved on and she found her passion in chemistry. So she is a chemist with a master's and she even wants to continue on and get like a PhD or like basically like a, do- like a doctor's, I believe, like a higher level. So that's kind of impressive. And um, I think something I should mention after, you know, seeing everyone in this cast, in the main cast at least, is that um, basically it's two different groups of friends, like two trio groups. So the first group is the group of um, Park Jun Young. So his group is composed of Park Jun Young, Han Yun Ho, and Lee Jong Kyung. So two boys, one girl, and then you know one is a pianist, another a cellist, another a violinist. And the other group is um, Che Song As group. So um, they again they always still play instruments, but then. Um, again, Che Song Ah was you know, the violinist, and we have um, Yun Dong Yun as the person who builds and repairs chamber instruments. And lastly, we have Kang Min Song, who is the chemist. So I hope that was clear. I hope that made sense. But basically, it's kind of a big part of the show. It plays a big role in the plot as well. Um, and you know, basically, like their story as being. Um, friends, three friends who have known each other for so long, you know, ever since they were like in high school, I believe, or even younger than that. So that plays a big part of the show. And, you know, obviously, when I say trio, I guess one of the first things that will come to your mind is love triangle. And yes, there's a bit of love triangle, but that's not the main point of the story. So I will talk more about that later. I'll talk more about it later. So. Yeah, that's pretty much what you gotta know about the show to, you know, to start off. And then, I guess the main conflict of the show, the main reason why, you know, you have these problems, like maybe fights or something wrong happens. Um, the main reason is because of the similarity in personality, I think, of the two main, um, you know, the two main leads. So, you know, Che Song Ah and Park Chun Young, they're, again, they're both very soft-spoken they don't want to speak out what they think so that leads to a lot of conflict because you don't know what the other person's thinking and the other person you know it comes from a good place like good um good intentions because you know they don't want to burden the other person and they don't want to you know cause trouble or worry for the other person but that also brings conflict in a relationship especially because i mean i'm not a relationship expert but you know based on this show based on watching the show it brought a lot of conflict to the two main leads because for example one person would be struggling but then she wouldn't straight up tell this you know her boyfriend or the girlfriend that they're having a hard day or they're having a hard time and they would just ask them for you know support or something but then um the other person doesn't really know what's happening so that's kind of like where the main conflict comes from is the fact that they don't really speak out their thoughts and feelings so they just tend to hurt each other more um even though they don't intentionally try to do that so yeah that's like the main conflict and one of the main reasons why you would probably get annoyed with the characters but you know that just comes to the show so yeah next let's go on with my you know, my favorite quotes about the drama. So, you guys may be wondering why this show is named Do You Like Brahms? Like, it's a long name. It's kind of a weird name, I should say. 
it's like I don't know, it's not smooth. Like it doesn't flow right with the tongue, if that makes sense. But there's really a great symbolism behind the story. So this is one of the quotes by Chesonga. I believe she says it in like the first or second episodes, like like really in the very beginning of the show. So let's start. I'll say it. <laughs> the person Brown's love for his entire life was Clara, wife of Schumann, who was his senior musician and close friend. Clara was a musician as well and played Brown's music often, but her husband Schumann was always by her side. Just like that, Brown spent his entire life alone by Clara's side. So that that quote really that um that plays a big role in the show, the symbolism behind the story because basically you know, telling the story of Brahms kind of foreshadows what happens in the show, and it's very similar. So if I were to like tell you a spoiler, but not really, it's basically that um it's basically the love story of Brahms and. How, I guess, lonely he was, because he was just far away from the person he loved his whole life. You know, he was just in the background watching her with, you know, her husband Schumann. So that's pretty much like I guess that's like the main inspiration of the whole show. Maybe I'm not quite sure, but yeah, that quote really it was wow. The the symbolism behind that quote. To what happens with you know Chesonga and um, Park Junyong, it's wow. Anyway, again, you, you can hear I am speechless. But basically, yeah, um, that that's that. <laughs> and another um quote that I have here. This quote was said by one of the managers, I believe, of um. Park Junyong, he she is um, pretty close with him. I should say, like I guess she used to manage him, like his, you know, his albums, his recitals, and all that. So they're pretty close. And she also became Chesonga's like senior because she like worked for her for a while. Anyways, let me say the quote: "Don't just try to show each other your good sides, but I hope you share your pain and flaws so you can rely on and comfort each other." I hope you can be that way for one another. And she says this to Park Junyong, because you know she knows that Park Junyong doesn't open up easily, and um, it's not intentional, but that's just his personality. So I really like that um, quote because it's true. Like, I mean, again, I am not a relationship expert, but it's true. It makes sense. That's that's how a relationship should be. So. Another favorite part of you know the show was that quote. So, anyways, um, I think I will move on to my overall ratings of the show, and you know I'm gonna go from a scale of one to ten. And first we have the cast. I think honestly the cast is perfect. Like, wow, I would I couldn't picture anyone else play that character. Like, even just their looks. Okay, like their appearance. You know, um. The actress and the actor um, Park Eunbin and Kim Minjae, they both look like someone who has a very soft personality, like soft-spoken person. They look like someone who um, plays an instrument, if that makes sense. Like their face just looks very 
well they look put together and also they look um you know they look like the right age as well like they don't look too old don't look too young and uh i think that even the other characters like um the per- the girl who plays um Lee Jong Kyung you know Park Ji Hyun her facial expressions as well goes really well because again i said she has this cold personality and there's just something about Park Ji Hyun that she looks a bit cold sometimes or you know she looks cold in the show so yeah i i feel like the appearance really suits the character and the personality because it, it kind of not makes sense because like how can you you know picture someone's personality as a face but at the same time it kind of makes sense like i'm sure you guys know what i mean so yeah and for the story i think you know honestly i'd give it a 10 out of 10 as well because when you watch the show you realize how again as i said in the beginning the similarity of experiences in different aspects um of their lives with the two main leads um it basically like reflect each other basically like they're You know, again, their personalities reflect each other. Their um, stories, when it comes to their friends, reflect one another. Like their group of friends, and even their love life kind of reflects one another. And you know, their love of music and everything. Like both of them, they just have very similar, you know, many things that are similar within them. But they're able to make a different story for each person. Like the story of um, Park Jun Young. And the story of Chesonga, they're both different, even though they're so similar. And they basically reflect one another. So, yeah, I hope that makes sense. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Moving on, let's go to music. Of course, music has to be 10 out of 10. Because it's a music show, okay? Like, you know, they play instruments. They play the violin, the cello, the piano. They play every, play so many things. But, yeah, and the music, you know, the OST and everything. The thing is, my favorite is not even like the ones where someone is singing, like you know where they get a singer, but I really like um, the classical music that they play, which is why I gave it a ten out of ten because I'm not a big classical music person, so I cannot tell like who plays the piano well or who plays the violin well, like you know, like these people who actually play classical instruments and classical music, they will know, I guess, like the technique or I don't know the music. Like the feeling into it, the emotion that the person places into it. Oh my gosh, I don't know how to explain it. But basically, I'm not I'm not an expert when it comes to that. But you know, after watching the show, it made me want to learn how to play the piano, and it made me regret not being good in piano and like quitting it. Well, I really regret, but it made me just wish that I could play the piano. And after that, I was legit listening to like classical music as well. Like I was listening to Brahms and like the other people that I don't want to say their surnames because I know I'm gonna butcher them. So yeah, I recently that's all I've been listening to. I've been listening to you know classical music, and yeah, I just wish that I could play as good as them, like even half as good as them. That I'll be satisfied with that. So let's move on to our favorite characters, maybe. Um, honestly, I don't know if I have a favorite character. Let me think. Um, maybe I should just say my favorite is Kim Min Jae, um, the male lead, because you know I kind of see him sometimes, like, because I know he looks like um, the guy who plays uh, what is his name. 
or Yojingu, I know like their face they look so similar. Like there's literally like comparisons or like memes of how they look so similar and really like that's one of the reasons why I kind of know him is just because like oh he looks like the guy in Hotel de Luna. So yeah, I really like his character. I really like how he played it. Um and he's a really great actor and I have some more I'm going to talk about him more later on in the show, but he's my favorite character for me personally. And next we have favorite scene. I think my favorite scene is honestly when again the male lead plays, you know, the piano cuz Again, I watch my shows in like times two speed, but whenever he plays the piano, I make sure that I'm watching in normal speed because I really want to listen to him play and it's really he's really good. So, yeah, and um I think my other favorite scene is the way he confessed to Chesonga. It's probably one of the first scenes where you see the two characters being so um straightforward and going straight to the point and not beating around the bush it's like the first time that you see them um stand up for themselves or not really stand up for themselves but speak what they think so that's like a turning point for them you know like yes character development in that scene <laughs> anyways um for my favorite OSD again my favorite one is um not even where the person is like where a singer is singing my favorite one is like the classical one like when someone is you know playing playing the piano um does that even make sense but my favorite one is um oh no i'm going to i'm going to butcher this name traumere traumere um basically if you watch the show <laughs> Um, it's the one that um, Park Jun Young always plays. It's the one that he has a habit of playing again and again. Like um, every time he first like sits on the piano and starts practicing, that's the first piece he always plays. So you'll know what I'm talking about if you watch the show. And I also like the um, the Moonlight Sonata. Um, he like played Moonlight Sonata and it, like slowly like changed into Happy Birthday. Another favorite for me. So, yeah. Um, well, of course, this is a K-drama review podcast. So, I'm going to tell you guys my opinion. Um, my mood after watching the drama was pretty good. Honestly, I was pretty... I really liked it. Like, after I watched each episode, I was craving for the next one. And I wanted to watch the next one. But, you know, I also had to sleep and do other things. So, yeah. Um, that's basically what I felt after watching the show. And, again, I felt like I wanted to learn how to play the piano again. because i haven't touched the piano in so long <laughs> anyways um i guess i'll talk about what i like about the show and for me it's the in-depth characters with a personality because usually k-dramas they like the writers i guess they forget that the characters in the show have emotion and personality and they have something within them that you know the fans and the people who watch want to see so i like how the show place um importance in their personality and you know the show wouldn't be as good if we didn't get to know their true self and their true personality you know and i really like that part i really like how we got to see what goes on in their head and also you know how they are with other people so that's number one. number two, i like how we got to see how the relationship bloomed it wasn't like suddenly like they just fell in love you know like we got to see why 
they were attracted to one another and we got to see how they like slowly like step by step built up to a you know girl boyfriend girlfriend relationship um you know from friends to lovers type of relationship so i really like that and number three the symbolism again behind the story it's so good you know the name do you like brahams after you watch the first episode and you find out the story of brahams you know the story of do you like brahams will make sense to you so number four i like the not so typical love triangle and i like how they didn't just focus on a love triangle like there was other aspects in the show that made it entertaining made it you know fun to watch personally for me so that's why i like like yes there's a love triangle and yes love triangles can be cliche but this show did not make it cliche so that's like yes that's a win for me and lastly number five what i said a while ago was the reflection of the two characters with you know chesonga and park Junyong. they're basically like they're not polar opposites they're similar in so many ways and i like how they reflected each other's personality and reflected you know a bit of their stories so yeah that's what i like about the show and honestly there isn't much i don't like about the show um i tried thinking of some but i really can't think of any so yeah i guess um it's not what i do not like about the show but what i wish they did was um i wish that they made the two main leads um open up to each other more you know be more vulnerable with each other's personalities like their internal and external struggles such as at home and at school and like you as a watcher you get to see the struggles they go to but then you know after watching it i realized that they don't know each other's struggles if that makes sense like not everything they don't know all of the struggles they know some but they don't know all so i wish that they made the characters more vulnerable to each other and open up more rather than just seeing like perhaps like the external struggles that everyone else knows like even like the general like population in school knows or the general public knows i wish that they um showed more of their internal struggles so for example for park jun um park jun young his internal struggle is um perhaps his mom and dad how you know he is he's not rich he's you know he's the breadwinner of his family so one of his internal struggles is making money for his family and then also supporting his mom um and another struggle of his is the relationship with his dad and after watching the show i realized like does chesama even know what's going on with like him and his family like how his family is not exactly doing well in terms of like financially and also you know in terms of the dad always um gambling the money and now that i think of it i don't think i've seen you know park junyong talk about it with chesama which I mean, maybe I'm not, I've never dated, so you know, <laughs> I don't know, but like, shouldn't you tell that to your boyfriend or girlfriend? Like, you know, at least, I don't know, but yeah, like, that's one of the parts that I was like, shouldn't Chesanga know about this? How come she doesn't know about this? You know? And, you know, the same goes for Chesanga. Like, she also has struggles at home, and, you know, she has, she struggled with people telling her that she's not good enough, or her family telling her that, she should just quit because she'll never be as good as other people because she started late and she's not as talented. She's not born with natural talent. So, you know, those types of struggles, I wish that they're more vulnerable about that because yes, they opened up to each other, but not 
not to like a great extent but i mean it's a k-drama so you know like they can't put everything we want in the show basically is what i'm saying so yeah that's basically my opinion about the show and moving on we have some fun facts that i found out you know after watching the show and i know it sounds weird to have fun facts or like trivia about these people but you know like it may sound like i do intense research for this but really it's not intense research like it was just me you know going to youtube watching some of their interviews watching you know more of their other stuff like going on variety shows and all that and getting to know them um and yeah basically what i'm saying is that it just came naturally that you know this other thing popped out and i wanted to see it so very you know full of coincidences but basically um i found out a lot of things about the main male lead um kim min jay and i guess one of the first things that shocked me was that he was younger than um the the female lead who is again played by park unbin and I didn't really notice that at first. Like, I'd expect them to be the same age. But then I found out he was younger by, like, four years. So, I was like, oh, wow. Like, that's kind of surprising. But, yeah, anyways. um, I also found out that he studied composition and piano playing at a music academy in middle school. And then he auditioned for CJENM. And I think, you know, CJENM because of um, probably Big Hit. I believe, um, what is it? I think CJ and them is like, aren't they like Mnet and all that? If I'm not mistaken, or I know like and High Friend has something to do with that company as well. But anyways, before I you know ramble, um, and he actually became a first generation trainee of the company for four years from his first year in high school. So he actually trained to become an idol, and that surprised me. Like I was like, oh my gosh, he wanted to be an idol, and then you know, eventually he found his passion in acting. But really like. Um, I don't know how it would be like I'm sure he would be such a successful idol because um, I watched like some of his other interviews and especially when he's on um, Knowing Bros um, you see him also dance and rap and sing I believe and he's really good I'm not kidding like this guy is talented in every aspect he can act and sing and rap and dance he's really good in dancing and uh, I was looking at like comments also on like you know his act- on his dancing sorry and like people are amazed they're like um I think this one comment said that they like how he dances effortlessly but then you know very clean moves very clean sharp um points in his dance like what his steps and all that it's very clean so it just looks really good you know when he dances you can oh my gosh you guys can't i don't dance because of the way i explained that but basically yeah and really i'm so amazed by this dude he's like freaking talented anyways he also goes by his stage name real.b which is also his like instagram username and he was a contestant on show me the money season four so yeah and he's also friends with bts v he actually was like on a reality show with bts's v so that was kind of interesting. I didn't watch the show because, like, I don't have that much time to watch a, a reality show. And I also have other K-dramas to catch up on. So, yeah. Some fun facts about him. Like, I was pretty impressed by this dude. Like, again, he is crazy talented. Really good in rapping and really good in dancing. Like, I was surprised because, you know, 
I mean, it's not common to find actors who are good in, you know, rapping. But again, he was a trainee, so... Yeah, honestly, if he, like, debuted as an idol, he would, I swear, he would be really successful as well. So, yeah. Anyways, um, I think that's all I have to say today. Wow. <laughs> I said a lot, man. Okay. Um, anyways, um, before I end the show, I would like to wrap up by telling you guys my current favorites, you know, as usual. Firstly, um, what I'm currently watching. Nothing much. Again, I just finished um, Do You Like Brahams? Um, but I've been watching this new show on Netflix called Navalera, which has Song Kang in it. And again, I've been watching Mouse, um, Vicenzo, Penthouse 2. And I don't know if I should continue watching Sisyphus. I'm kind of iffy about it. Like, right now, I'm at this point where, like, the story's getting so complicated for me. But we'll see. I'm not sure if I want to continue watching that, but... Anyways, I also want to watch Beyond Evil, which I haven't started watching yet, but I will. Like, right after this episode. <laughs> right after filming this, I will watch it. And I also want to watch uh, probably Doctor Stranger. Or, sorry, not Doctor Stranger. Doctor Romantic, because um, Kim min is also in the show. As, you know, he's not a main lead, but then, you know, to have more Kim min content. <laughs> Anyways, um... What I'm currently listening to, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to tell you guys what I am listening to because there have been so many good releases recently. So, um, let's start off. Um, first of all, I've been listening to IU, the one and only IU. And when I tell you, I have committed a great sin because I've never actually listened to IU's like full albums. I've listened to, you know, title tracks of her songs. Oh, sorry. I've listened to title tracks of her albums. But I've never watched, or sorry, I've never listened to a full album by her. Which I know, I am so, I'm, I know, I know. I'm sorry guys, but yeah. And, oh my god, her latest album, the fifth album, Lilac, is so good. So good. And wow, I'm so amazed by IU. Like, I just grew so much more respect for this, you know, for IU. Because, well, you have to respect IU. Even though you, you don't listen to her, or you don't maybe like her music. You still have to respect this girl. She's crazy. And before I continue rambling, um, my f- favorite um, songs in this album, I think my number one favorite is My C. Because the high note in that song and the emotions and everything in that song is perfect. It's perfection. I don't even know how to explain it anymore. I am speechless. Anyway, I also like um, High Spring By. Which, this was the first song that caught my attention, my ears. Um, and after that, I was like, wow, damn, like, I'm listening to this song again, on repeat. Like, this whole album, on repeat. <laughs> so, yeah, and another song that I really like is Troll, featuring Dean. Which, man, I'm so happy that she did a collaboration with Dean. Because I've been desperate for Dean music for a while now. And the thing with Dean is... I think he really prioritizes quality over quantity because he doesn't release much music, but he always, he features in a lot. But then, you know, I want to hear more of him because his voice and his rapping is so unique and he's really, really good. So I like, I, I want more music from Dean as well. Um, Anyways, another favorite of mine is Appa, which is the second to the last song. And that transition between My C to Appa is Wow, it's, oh my gosh, it's so good. Like, holy. And honestly, like, 
the whole album is really good. All the songs are so catchy, so good, so wow, it's amazing. But but that's basically those four are my favorites. Again, High Spring by Troll, uh, My Sea and Appa. Those are the ones that um, I put on cue every time I listen to this album. So they're always like the first four songs that I hear when I, you know, listen to IU. Anyways, another one that I've been listening to lately is Very Very with um, Getaway. So I actually don't really listen to Very Very. I don't really know them, honestly. Like, I just saw them like go on, like, I think Eric Nam's show. And I've seen them like in some different like variety shows. And, um... I got into the their newest, I guess this is a single, um, it's called Getaway. And it's really good, very strong, powerful, very like hype type of music. So I, I really like that song right now. I've been listening to that also on repeat. Um, I've been listening to, what else? Super Junior, you know, House Party, I've been listening to them. And yeah, I've been listening to you know, a bunch of stuff lately, but those are basically, you know, the new ones and... The ones that I've been listening to on repeat for now. <laughs> and lastly, I'm going to tell you guys what I'm currently obsessed with. And that is my new phone case. I got a phone case from like an online store. And it's a carrot phone case. Which is so cute because it is, um, you know, 17 colors, 17 inspired phone case. So, yeah, I'm just obsessed with it. <laughs> Anyways, that's that. And I just wanted to say thank you again for listening until the end of the podcast. If you made it, you know, you survived another episode with me, with my rambles. So thank you for that. Uh, if you have any other suggestions, more ideas, more topics to talk about, feel free to contact me and, you know, tell me what you want to hear. So don't forget to subscribe. And again, all of the, you know, sources and everything is in the description of this podcast if you're wondering um anyways um yeah you know subscribe share this podcast to your friends or family who may be interested and thank you once again for listening i'll see you all again hopefully next week bye